0: Have you ever heard a sleigh outside that wasn't there when you looked? Have you ever heard from a friend of a friend that they left the room with one of their parents and when they came back, there were suddenly presents under the Christmas tree? My name is Chris and I'm here with my colleague Jack and we are senior wardens for the Creature Conservation Initiative. We protect the world from the creatures of superstition and myth, but more importantly, protect those same creatures from the world, ho ho ho, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. <laughs> Welcome to the Christmas episode of Blink and Your Method, Jack. I hope you have a relaxing Christmas season. No repeat of the Krampus event.
1: Uh, so far, it's been quiet. We haven't had to. Uh, we haven't had to worry about Krampus this year. Perfect. But you know, I, I'm not one for jinxing it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we we have more than enough for an, a whole other special episode about that one, I think.
1: Oh yes, that'll come up at some point. Definitely.
0: So, uh, today, for our very first Christmas episode, hopefully not the last, <laughs> uh, we thought we would start with the most obvious thing, which is uh, Santa, of course. And uh, we all know Santa. It's a big guy, big belly, big coat, big white beard, right? wrong so santa is uh, basically just a hat yeah and it's of course not really a hat it just looks like one kind of and uh, yeah where do I, where do i even start with this it's it's really really wild and uh, i think there's no better way to say it other than santa is a parasite is the wrong word what's it called i think it's a Symbiont?
1: Symbiotes, I think you're tried is what you're kind of going for. Symbiotes. Yeah. Um, exactly. It's really, really strange. When well, you look into some of a lot of the legends around Santa, and from what we from well, from what my colleague here is about to tell you, it makes sense. It all starts to kind of link in. Exactly.
0: Yeah, so what basically happens is that Santa which is as i said the hat needs a kind of host to survive and to interact with the environment because when you're just a hat you can't do very much thinking about it i don't know if he needs a host to survive but his abilities would probably be limited certainly, as, yeah. uh, as a hat in the corner yeah recurring theme is that we don't know all too much the extent of his abilities and powers because while he is friendly, he's also very secretive. He doesn't oh, really yeah. like to share with us his uh, secrets and his powers and I think it kind of amuses him how <laughs> curious we are
1: about. It. Santa Tech is certainly a uh, an interesting area that I know I know the boys in the lab would absolutely love to get hold of. But, as you say, very secretive.
0: Yeah. How often I asked him to do a CT scan or whatever, at the very least.
1: But, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, you, you can't really force him. And, uh, yeah, he's always amused. <laughs> and luckily not offended.
1: Yeah. He's very jolly. <laughs>
0: very jolly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, When where do I even start? This whole Christmas Santa thing, it really started out because he... You know, he has this symbiotic relationship with the with a human host and they mm. kind of share the body and they take turns like who's in control and all that and in return for giving him the body, he basically keeps the body alive and extends the lifespan and cures illnesses and all
1: that. It's it's really not a bad deal, usually. Yeah, as long as you're kind of willing to willing to do what Santa needs. Of course, of course.
0: As far as we know, there's never been any ill will between a host and Santa. He usually only takes people who are willing to live with him and to know what they are signing up for.
1: It's certainly very voluntary.
0: Yeah, it's all very voluntary. And as I said, he shares the body with a host. But uh, even though he keeps him alive for a lot longer than humans would usually live, at some point, the body is really not meant to to live that long, and he kind of needs to transition to a new host. And yeah. uh, basically, the whole Christmas thing kind of started out that he was more or less scouting for a new hosts in a way. So he went around the world, and that's also why he has this uh, naughty and nice list. So he's basically making notes uh, <laughs> who might be a good host for me.
1: As creepy as that sounds.
0: Yeah. It kind of got warped a bit when it went into folklore and all that kind of nonsense but yeah that's really how it kind of started out and he got spotted in there and sometimes he also just openly talked to people and uh, he became kind of known and at some point, it just, I don't know, as far as he tells it, it kind of just escalated from there. Like, uh, yep. he liked traveling around and he thought it was polite to bring gifts. And uh, <laughs> yeah, then we somehow ended up as, uh, as him basically delivering presents around the world. Yes. And, uh, I'm not quite sure how you go from talking to people to being, I don't know... Logistics one man army, but uh,
1: yeah, it's it's a strange one that um, it's kind of like he went away for he went Santa, or at least the symbiote Santa seemed to go from survival instinct all the way through to benevolent being,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it,
1: yeah,
0: it's very, very benevolent jolly was the term we used earlier (laughs) and yeah it's really he's just happy to be here you know and he uh, likes to uh, he's got a purpose bring people stuff yeah and you might be wondering how in the world is he able to go around the world Mm. and uh, it's kind of scary in a way because to some extent that we do not fully know because as as i said before he keeps his cards very close to his chest but we do know that he has some power over space-time yep. in some ways or another because you've probably seen the physics breakdown of santa melting <laughs> away because he's traveling too fast and all that it's kind of a meme
1: yeah <laughs> but uh,
0: the one thing that's true is that he could not really move as fast as he would need to physically yeah and he kind of bends space time in some way or another
1: yeah that's one of those ones where the again they're not sure the guys in the lab are just not sure how he does it and we'd really just like to get hold of yeah. some of the tech
0: but <laughs> exactly exactly you know secretive very secretive and yeah he kind of I don't know if teleporting is the right word but it certainly looks like that sometimes i wouldn't have a clue just pops up somewhere else Mm. yeah and even then he he spends time at the houses like he puts presents there and sometimes he talks to kids and all that nonsense yeah even that would Probably be too much to fit in 24 hours, but it seems that he is in multiple places at once, at least from our perspective. Yeah, he seems to achieve it. There's probably some kind of time-bending or time-travelling nonsense involved. I'm really not one of the physics guys. <laughs> I'm the wrong person to ask about that. But in a way, it's pretty scary what he's uh, capable of. Oh, yeah. And I'm really... I'm really glad he is as nice as he is. (laughs) (laughs) Because otherwise we would be
1: screwed. Oh yeah, Santa's a superpower. Yeah, basically. I don't mean as in, like, you know, Superman. I'm talking the North Pole, that is a superpower, but none of you really know that. And luckily, Santa, very, very nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. It opens up a whole can of worms in terms of uh, physics and causality and relativity and all that. And it's to the extent that I don't know. I I'm not sure I should even talk about this because it's kind of unhinged, and I'm not sure I should give them airtime. But basically, as Santa has his own separate mythology inside of the initiative, mm-hmm. there are people who are very convinced of their own theories about where he came from and what he is. Yeah, even though it's based on nothing but uh, speculation, and there's a certain group that uh, I won't be naming any names because uh, it would probably be rude to talk about any person directly, it would publicly, be, but... Uh, it
1: would certainly be very, very rude to turn around and talk about Darrowby. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> we would not do that. We should keep Darrowby's name out of this we should
0: definitely <laughs> cut this name out of the edit <laughs> and uh we will definitely be doing that so what they are basically saying is that santa is in multiple places or maybe even everywhere at once who else does that uh he is either a god or in a christian sense the capital g god yeah because who else uh, would have that power and they have a whole like uh like a sect thing going on, or a cult, or whatever the right word is, and yeah, I, I, we shouldn't get too far into this, probably. But it's it's wild. Nah, it's a bit of
1: a contentious yeah. issue. Yeah,
0: yeah, and that's not even the only uh, the only theory out there. Yeah. There's another section that says he's uh, from another dimension and uh, <laughs> basically made a space jump here or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wibbly-wobbly,
0: um, timey-wimey stuff, yeah. Wibbly-wobbly, yeah. that's <laughs> Probably there's some people out there who think he's the Doctor. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? We should probably not go too much into that. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, what else can you say? Uh, you mentioned the North Pole. That part is true as well. A surprising <laughs> amount of the stories are actually kind of true, or at least have their roots in in the truth. And the complex, it's... He calls it a workshop, but it's
1: really a bit too large to be called a workshop, but uh, yeah. Yes, well, the the workshop is an interesting place. Uh, there's not many wardens who have actually interacted with, you know, Santa and everything. Um, so not many of them actually have been up to the workshop. But like you say, I, I just can't, we can't understate. This is like the Amazon factory on steroids.
0: <laughs> yeah imagine the most chaotic factory you can imagine and scale it up to 10 and then somehow it still works somehow yeah and it's mostly underground that's why it's pretty much uh, pretty much hidden yeah and uh, yeah usually ones do not really want to go there because it's it's at the north pole
1: it's not an <laughs> easy trip there aren't that many others who uh, who are crazy enough to want to go to the north pole <coughs> <clears throat> <laughs> yeah exactly
0: <laughs> yeah um so he has his big workshop there and that's where he produces a whole bunch of things and toys and whatnot to carry around the world at uh, christmas time or or rather i should say he has his uh, his elves doing it for him all right okay we need
1: to i've told you this Oh,
0: oh no. I've told you this oh many no. times.
1: Told you this many times, Chris. <laughs> they are not elves. We specifically say know, Christmas but... elves. It is an important distinction. But what's the difference? Christmas. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to go into. That... I'm not going to go into all the stuff about what n- I don't want to say. Normal elves, but the actual elves <laughs> are. But Christmas elves? I, I mean, no, no, no. I'm talking right now. All right. All Christmas. Right. This is this is a thing that this is one of those issues that is very, very dear to me. Getting this right. But Christmas elves—they're <laughs> yes. diminutive little elves, or at least little humanoid creatures. They're between two and four foot. You know, the four feet ones are considered freaks by the other elves, but they're all quite happy to keep working away. <laughs> And well, you know the you know how they are depicted in like films and just generally how we see them. They're not far off. You know they got little pointy ears. They tend to be oh. wearing greens and reds. They have big pointy hats, and they are industrious little folk.
0: Would you say that um, the ears are elf-like in appearance?
1: No, they're pointy. Elf-like is different to pointy. <laughs> I'm just putting a leg. <laughs> I know
0: they're not technically elves, but, you know.
1: It, it's one of those ones that bothers me. It's, it's the scientist in me. It's, the, it's that part of my brain that kicks in and goes, no, we have to be really, really specific about what we, about what we call things and what they actually are and how all of that works. Otherwise, it's too easy to slip in and, you know, you treat them in the wrong way, you provide them the wrong nutrition, you know, all these creatures. I mean, don't get me wrong, we're not exactly going over and, you know, feeding the Christmas elves.
0: <laughs> Thank God not.
1: <laughs> but, you know, good good practice is important. Good handling of all creatures is important, and yeah. it starts from the top. And, yes, I am a pedant about this. I know.
0: <laughs> I, I can't even say anything. I mean, you're right, it's just... Calling them Christmas elves feels so—I don't know. Well,
1: I mean, it's too formal. One day we'll go into the differences. They're just the little elves. Well, ones just,
0: just some little guys.
1: One day we'll speak about actual elves, and we can talk a bit about the differences then. But for now, yeah, they are Christmas elves.
0: They're Christmas elves. How did they even get the name? Do you do you know anything about that? Because the name is confusing.
1: Well it's i i could i would love to give you some like big long explanation that's uh you know breaking down the etymology of the word christmas or something like that yes please but really it's just that there's a there's it they're just connected to l to to christmas that's all it is they're in the right place at the right time and but there's an argument that goes on within like with the research teams as to exactly what we should be calling them but we don't get the opportunity to you know analyze and dissect christmas elves and all of that yeah. this is kind of they kind of fall under legally the proprietary information of santa and as we said already he do yeah. he does not give up he does not give up his secrets he is not happily giving up his secrets and that includes the christmas elves so therefore we're not finding out anything unless we literally need to know
0: <laughs> yes
1: so, we call them Christmas elves because their association with Santa and Christmas. That's pretty much it. Sure. It's
0: just, it's more the more the elf part that <laughs> confuses me, but uh, it's because, I guess we won't have an answer to that. Well,
1: they're similar to elves, but they're different. Yeah. So, we, it's one of those things that it's, it's stuck. You know, the whole idea has yeah. stuck. The naming has stuck. We should have come up with a different word. We didn't at the time. And now it's stuck. Yeah, <laughs> We
0: really should have done something about that back then.
1: Yeah, I feel like I'm a little bit stuck in a loop. But, you know, gone on. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I don't know. Should we, uh, should we talk about when we actually went there?
1: Um, yeah, because as I've said earlier, not many people get to go up to the North Pole to deal with Santa and the Christmas elves, let alone many wardens that do have the opportunity want to go all the way to the North Pole but you and i yeah we got that chance didn't we we did and we tend to be a little bit more of their uh, we tend to be a little bit more of the contact santa's contact within the initiative
0: yeah at least right now uh of course the initiative kind of has a long relationship with santa and uh, yeah we're not there often but uh, at least there's some form of contact really for god knows how long yeah and uh and there was a point when uh, when we realized that something was uh, going on over there yeah because the uh, christmas elves uh, <laughs> thank you there was an alarming number of them who started to like uh, have health issues or some of them even died and uh, yeah it was
1: yeah we, we don't get in we don't get involved in it too much but we do have our sources and unfortunately sometimes you do find some on the surface of the North Pole and there were a large number of them kind of collapsing and potentially needing some kind of treatment that obviously we can't really provide because we don't know their anatomy that well so but it, it kind of brought everything to the attention of the initiative so what did they go and do they decided to send a couple of wardens up there to find out what's going on. Partly because it costs a hell of a lot to send a load of people up to the North Pole, so (laughs) they're only going to send as many as they felt they needed. They're also only going to send as many as they felt they could, um, let's say, lose. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But they also had to send some wardens who... Kind of knew what they were doing, and this... Well, this was a couple of years ago, wasn't it, really, what happened? Yeah, it must have been. Yeah, it wasn't long ago.
0: Yeah, we've, we've been uh, working together for a while, and uh, we always were a good team when we were sent on missions together, so, uh, yeah, it seems like management picked us for the great chance to visit Santa. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's how we got sent over to the North Pole, which was... Not a fun trip, I tell you that. I mean, speak for
1: yourself. I enjoyed it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, it was fine, but the trip itself. Yeah, I mean, even ignoring how I don't like
1: uh, flying somewhere, but uh, yeah, I mean, can you remember that landing? That landing was no, fun. Yeah. There was don't re- don't remind me. I- that was a that was a wild landing. Literally, there was no airstrip. Yeah, <laughs> we know what you're like with planes,
0: <laughs> and we weren't even there. You know the the North Pole is freaking cold. I don't know if you if you knew that, but you shot uh, me. yeah, I did not enjoy the trip, and I was very glad when we finally arrived and were greeted with uh, some hot chocolate and everything. <laughs> and what first came to to my mind was that some of the Christmas elves were greeting us and not Santa himself. Yeah, and uh, I've always heard about how he likes to greet visitors and how hospitality is important for him and all that so that was kind of it it wasn't like a red flag but it was kind of kind of weird it's
1: alarming isn't
0: it it's alarming especially because we went there because we knew that something was going on yeah
1: and a bit scary seeing as obviously we weren't invited that's the other thing we weren't invited there so you know if Santa wasn't turning up and kind of greeting us and we weren't invited. That kind of makes us just a little bit concerned that we're, you know, pushing our luck. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Mm. And then yeah, I think one of the uh, one of the little guys <laughs> fetched him, and uh,
1: well, he went to fetch him.
0: Mm. Yeah, he went to fetch him, and it was it was um, mostly fine-ish, but there was something ever ever so slightly off. Like sometimes you just have this gut instinct that you can't really tell what is wrong, but something is uh, something is up. Yeah. And I wasn't sure at the time whether he didn't know that we were coming or he didn't want us to be there. But uh, either way, basically what we planned before is that Jack was going to talk to Santa and try to figure out what's going on there. And uh, I was going to talk to the Christmas elves, basically. Rolling the case up from the other end and try to see what the conditions in the workshop are like and if there's anything going on there. And uh, I don't know. Do you do you want to speak a bit about how your conversation went with uh, with Santa?
1: Yeah. Well, as you as you said, you know, I we agreed beforehand I would go and speak with the big man himself. Partly because I I couldn't stop making short jokes. <laughs> and that was on that was on route. So we we decided it was probably not a good idea for me to be spending a lot of time with the Christmas elves. Yes. This was our first time doing this, as in interacting up at the North Pole. So, and well, <laughs> yeah. like I said already, we were already we we're already wondering if we we're on a bit of thin ice. Get it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh god,
0: that took me a second.
1: <laughs> And we do, you know. This. I'm ending the podcast. <laughs> no, <laughs> but um, yeah, we we decided. Well, you decided. It was probably smart if I don't offend the entirety of the Christmas elf population. Yes, I mean they might have liked my jokes. I don't know, but you know, I couldn't help myself. It's I mean, it's like it's like a red it's like red rag to a bull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not even sure if they
0: would have understood it. Really, it's not like. It's not like they're stupid. It's just like sometimes I feel like I'm speaking a different language to (laughs) what they are speaking.
1: Yeah. but uh, Anyway,
0: uh, didn't want to interrupt.
1: Yeah, but yeah, so I kind of, you know, went off with uh, Santa while we kind of... Left you to mingle amongst the Christmas elves. Um, I persuaded, I persuaded Santa to uh, take take me kind of into the back room, out away. We can have a quick discussion, and I could pose our concerns. And you know, we worked on the idea that um, we kind of convinced Santa you were a bit of a bit like my driver, but in actual fact, you were going to scope out what was going on, see if you could find anything yes. happening. But what we actually found, and as we've said already, Santa is essentially this persona that appears to move by this symbiotic hat. Yeah. And like we've said, it's a bit of a volunteer thing, but the body does give up. The human body is not meant to last as long as Santa and all his wonderful tech and magic seems to be able to make the human body last exactly and the brain just starts to break down and fail as sad as it is yeah well it it only happens once every what couple hundred years yeah something like that Yeah. i think one lasted
0: 300 years or something even
1: yeah i mean that was prior to the initiative even being involved when it came down to it really yeah but um yeah so what we essentially found was santa going just that little bit senile and i'm not gonna lie it's quite a sad thing to to see yeah you know it is yeah it's uh but he was forgetting he was forgetting about the elves and like i said earlier the elves are industrious little folk they like to work they like to build things the christmas elves do oh yes they do. and they don't stop (laughs) yeah
0: it's like if you've ever heard a puppy or a dog that just would not stop playing until he collapses from exhaustion. It's yeah. Basically that.
1: Yeah. It just they will keep working and working and working. And basically what we what we know is that Santa doesn't isn't he's not a slave driver with the Christmas elves. He actually just manages them and cares for them. And tries to keep them healthy imposing breaks imposing time to sleep and time to eat and time to relax kind of locking them away from the workshops and forcing them to have downtime but when santa is starting to lose his mind when he's starting to when the current host essentially is getting towards the end of their their tenure um, That's one way to put it. Yeah. The the elves keep working, and they're happy to keep working. The Christmas elves, sorry. (laughs) It's so
0: satisfying when you slip up (laughs) yourself.
1: I know, I know, but I will get it. (laughs) I will remember it. (laughs) Uh, I think we can do some editing in the podcast, can't we? Yeah, yeah. Of course. Just record random words. Yes. So occasionally, just occasionally, put in the word Christmas in front of (laughs) elves. Christmas. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so basically I, I had to initiate the very, very rarely used candy cane plan. The candy cane plan. The candy cane
0: plan. I didn't know about the candy cane plan before that, and... Honestly, I'm not sure I wanted to know. Well,
1: again, it's just one of those things that doesn't happen very often. But essentially, it's that is we phone home and we start speaking to the higher-ups about getting a new host. But like I say, it's all voluntary. We don't just go, you know, you don't find a random recruit and go, oh, we've got an assignment for you. (laughs) 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 There are wardens who put the names on, you know, who put the names up for it. They go through checks and whatnot but we essentially get we gather like a group of four or five wardens and they come to they come to the north pole and they go through uh santa's testing we don't really know what happens yeah (laughs) do we want to know what happens (laughs) who knows but uh i mean some of them do have a bit of like a you know a haunted look when they come the ones who fail come back but one of them yeah gets selected as the new host yeah yeah but um, yeah well like I say this was a couple of years ago and while I was you know actually working what were you doing <laughs> hmm I'm sorry
0: I was working as well I was definitely not just enjoying a tour of the incredible <laughs> Christmas factory <laughs> Yeah, well. Uh, which which was a sight to behold, don't get me wrong. But I actually did some work as well. And uh Yeah, well
1: it wasn't planned, let's say. It was not quite as
0: planned. And uh, yeah, what ended up happening is, is I uh basically toured the workshop I, I told the uh Christmas elves that uh yeah, I've never been there and I'd like to see how uh, things are done here and yeah, basically just uh, did a little tour and talked to them and so I wanted to scope out what the conditions are and basically what was uh, going on there. Yeah. Yeah and... Um, hmm. And what did you end up doing? I, <laughs> I'm i getting to that. I... Uh, how can I put this? Uh, basically I Introduce- well let's
1: start off with this. While I was in the while I was in the process of losing my innocence about Santa and the truth <laughs> and watching an icon wither yes. away, you were
0: I was introducing a bunch of Christmas elves to the concept of capitalism, I suppose. It wasn't <laughs> planned. <laughs> it was just, you know, I uh, mm. I went through there and um, a couple of them looked quite tired and I asked one of them when he last slept and he was like I don't know like uh, three days ago I don't quite remember and that was very alarming and uh, yep. I continued to make a bit of conversation and asked what the usual hours were and whether they were being paid for overtime and stuff like that and they looked at me with big eyes, big confused eyes
1: and were like
0: overtime payment
1: and I... you introduced christmas elves to the idea of unions and workers rights <laughs> which i'm not, all not for
0: immediately i first introduced them to the concept <laughs> of getting paid which you could argue is a positive thing
1: <laughs> and uh... i uh, don't get me wrong I'm, I'm i'm on their i'm on their <laughs> side and i i do genuinely believe that they should be compensated for everything that they do but you essentially gave them a new job so now there is an entire team of there, there bureaucratic christmas elves. new
0: department of middle management going on and i did that and i don't know how it happened <laughs> they were happy it started out with an innocent, they were happy it started out with an innocent question and somehow they just kept asking questions and I had to explain things like what is overtime, why do people get paid for doing things and then we somehow got to concepts like a union and worker rights and whatnot and yeah I I ended up establishing a Christmas elf union that was a badgering center for payment which they didn't ask for a lot happily because uh, they didn't really know about money and how much would be appropriate but uh yeah it was a whole thing and they demanded uh output for their productive creativity throughout the year not just around christmas season and all that stuff and santa
1: was yeah you basically tri- you basically got them to unionize so that they could work more basically yes <laughs> that's what they wanted to be paid for yes this was this was going on for two weeks it took about three days for the initiative to send over the camp the new santa host candidates i was sat there the entire time trying to you know trying to organize all this bureaucracy and all of this having absolutely no idea i am no administrator Trying to sort all of this while at the same time my colleague is basically tricking the Christmas elves—or not tricking. Tricking is the wrong word, but persuading the Christmas elves to find a way to be in control of their own work and to work even more.
0: They were just very curious, and I answered their questions, and somehow it just escalated from there. You know, there was there was a point where I. If you've ever seen the meme of, I don't know, it's I think it's from Always Sunny in Philadelphia or something with a dude on the <laughs> on the whiteboard with a bunch of red string and stuff. And I was there on a, on a flip chart explaining to them the concept of <laughs> unions and all that nonsense. And there was a point right there when I realized what was happening. But it was too late to turn back because I couldn't <laughs> just stop in the middle of my presentation. And... uh And they they wouldn't leave me alone about all of this stuff. And yeah, at some point, I realized what I was doing there, but there was no way back. And I knew I would be in trouble. And uh, let me just tell you that ever since then, I've always been getting a mysterious sock of coal on Christmas Eve
1: oh yeah that's because the new santa was quite annoyed yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) i mean the bureaucracy alone he was trying
1: to look after the damn elves
0: i don't he was trying to look after the christmas elves
1: (laughs) the christmas elves yeah
0: (laughs) don't worry we're gonna insert (laughs) that there in the edit
1: (laughs) yeah and you found a way to allow them to work longer to be fair they still look after themselves quite well they have some they have their own rules now Hopefully the new Santa host will actually be able to last longer than normal because the Christmas Elves, by their own contracts, actually have to take time off themselves. And, you know, so that even, even when the new Santa starts to unfortunately degrade, etc., then the Christmas Elves should be in a better state. They should be. They yeah. shouldn't be collapsing and falling apart. But, <laughs> oh my God. God, I thought we were going to get chased out of there once the new host kind of took over.
0: I was so scared. I was kind of afraid he'd just teleport me to the bottom of mm. the ocean or whatever he might be able to do.
1: Yeah, well, you get a lump of coal every year. I get a, a picture with a obscene gesture <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> myself, but, you know, we won't yeah. go into that.
0: <laughs> I mean, we probably should not be going back there anytime soon.
1: Oh no, no! Management has made it very obvious we are not coming back up there without a damn good reason.
0: Which is <laughs> fine with me. Send me to somewhere warmer. I'm good with that.
1: <laughs> yeah, but um, no, I think that kind of that wraps it up. Santa and the Christmas elves, really.
0: Yeah, the story of how we met Santa and uh, established an uprising amongst the Christmas elves. You know, <laughs> things happen. <laughs>
1: Uh, you know, different strokes for different folks, shall we say. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, that's our Christmas episode.
0: It is. And uh, if you liked it and would like to follow us in a new year, then subscribe. And if you had it, give us a rating. That would be a very nice Christmas present. And it would definitely be better mm-hmm. than a pile of coal I have in my room. And uh, That's an
1: unobseed gesture. <laughs>
0: exactly and yeah give us a follow and uh, do the social stuff share with friends and uh, burn the episode on a cd and give that to your children or whatever (laughs) people do these days makes a wonderful present yes everybody loves a podcast on a cd (laughs)
1: yeah Uh, And also, if you feel like it, feel free to join our Discord, where you will find a link to that in the description. Yeah.
0: The Discord is a great place for you to talk about how we ruined Christmas and uh, talk about creatures we've talked about on the podcast or suggest new creatures to talk about, or basically anything else related to us or the podcast that you would like
1: to chat about. Yeah, I think that's that's it from us. So uh, thank you very much for listening. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.